fate of the universe on the line. I want Iguadala. Kevin Durant. You know who I am. No love between Rudy and the Don. Ben Simmons trouble with the Sixers ramble on. LeBron played the layers game on Fool's Day. Playoff atmosphere is almost here. And that's the Ballers Bay NBA Podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. We are back at it again on a week where the word on the streets is play in. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please do subscribe to us on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast at. For a fun look at the NBA. In the association this week, Giannis crosses Kareem on the all-time Bucks scorers list. LeBron tweets a joke which weirdly turns out to be true as the days pass. And the numbers shows that no one likes jazz centers. Not even jazz guards. Speaking of the truth, I've got with me, as always, someone who's becoming more Indian every day, someone who recommended a Paul Pierce All-Star Game send-off, and someone who has fooled a lie detector test once. My co-host, Vinay Devaya. How's it going, man? How's it going? Uh, it's going well, going well, you know. It's just counting days to the play in and then the play off. Uh, Vinit, I mean, you know, uh, like you've... Now been what here in India for a month almost more or less or more than a month. I think. I think uh, more than. Yeah, two months almost. Two months almost. What, what, what does it feel like this extended absence from the capitalist outside world? No, How it's been good. Feel? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. You know, I mean, Cook uh-huh. uh, is really fun. Living with my mom after such a long time is really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's different. You know, good food every day. Um, and you get to sleep. I saw, I saw your Ugadi feast. I saw your Ugadi feast, which had absolutely no non-veg at all. It was a refreshing change on your yeah, feed. Yeah, yeah. It was good food. Yeah, I mean, generally just good food, good vibes, you know, like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, uh, another month of this and then back to Luxembourg, the shenanigans. The grind. Mm. No, not really the grind. The, the grind is here too. No. Just, you know. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, still have to work. Um, yeah, I, I, I keep thinking that this is sort of a vacation for you, but this is not technically a vacation, right? No, it's not. Like you're still... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's nice. We hear the internet is quite good uh, for a change. As you can see, like our calls are quite uh, okay, no breakage and all that stuff. And sometimes I remember like we used to, even in Europe, there would be like bad internet. So, Geo has done its thing, man. Yeah, it's very good internet and um, yeah, work is work is going really strong because of that. Good food, good sleep. It's a little hot in the evenings, but otherwise, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really hot. So on on your Google, it shows you right. It uh, is this temperature, but it feels like this temperature. So there's like a lot more disparity on that. Now earlier it used to be feels like uh, 27 is 27, but now it's like like is 29, but feels like 35. Oh, that is a little. Too much, well, especially like in Bangalore. Yeah, <laughs> Bangalore is generally good weather. Anyway, except for like late evenings or maybe early evenings. I, I think it's this two to segment, four, this two to uh, April. No, April to like till the rains come. Like that segment is like absolutely torturous because it's just hot. Do you have air conditioning? At I, mean, I don't go outside much. No, no, no. On the tenth floor, I thought that you know that way we could save some money. But <laughs> And just sweating it off, sweating it off, just spending money on ORS and uh, tender coconut. Oh, God. Okay, we need. Uh, usually, duos like, I mean, I mean, what they say is that, you know, you should always have like a partnership or a duoship which is successful. It always has 
two people with not too much similarities, but also not too much dissimilarities. And the reason I'm saying this is because recently it came to news that Donovan Mitchell has supposedly passed the ball to Rudy Gobert only a total of 151 times, which is like less than two times a game. Passed, okay, it's not even like assisted the assisted Rudy Gobert, just passed the ball. Uh, the, I think they, they had this duo had tensions, uh, not last year, I think the year before that. Um, people were not happy with like the money that he was making and the feeling that he had that he was like, you know, a $200 million man, which he is in the NBA. Uh, they, they, they called his defense overrated. Some of his teammates were also not really jumping to his defense, right? Like none, none of them really came out and said that, no, Rudy is the most important part of the defense for us. Defense is team game, nothing of that sort. Uh, and they're not even good enough, like as great as Kobe and Shaq to have these issues and be like, okay, so we've still sort of figured it out. They've mm. been a decent regular season team over the years, but not really being able to take the next step. I mean, what what is it that, according to, you know, a, a duo has that special feature which makes them last long or something which makes them complementary to each other? I mean, in Rudy and uh, Donovan's case, I think like... I mean, we can, we can start with a, like a general idea of your, what you think it is and then we can bring it down to Rudy or, you know, the other way around. So it's fine. I mean, generally... Uh, most, I mean, the most what successful duos of who Kareem and Magic, uh, Shaq and Kobe, um, MJ Scotty, MJ Scotty, and then who else? Uh, LeBron D. Wade. I mean, they are uh, careers. Uh, KD Westbrook, KD Curry. Uh, KD Westbrook not really successful, right? Um, what? I mean, they didn't really win a championship. They were good together because nah, they but... both were very good talents. Um, yeah. But generally, like, you know, I've, I've been watching the uh, the Lakers, uh, for, I don't know, forget the name of the series. but Winning uh, Time. Uh, Winning I've been, Time. I've been watching that and it's been very interesting because, you know, I'm a big Kareem fan. So, uh, it's good to see something about him that's not, that doesn't put him in the best light. Um, obviously, a lot of it is <laughs> that, that That series is ridiculous. It's like a cartoon which has come to life. We're written yeah. by our, like based on the book written by our very great, uh, our very good friend, Jeff Perlman. Yeah, yeah. Shout so out to the, Jeff Perlman. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of it is not true. Um, uh, but I just think it's, it's, it's just, it's entertaining. Um, why, why do you think it's not true? I think all of it is true, but like little, little comedy. It's exaggerated. But yeah, I it's think an exaggerated all, version uh, of that. All of it is. <laughs> you know, it's an exaggerated version of the truth. And like, you know, I think, uh, another guest of our show, um, uh, what is his name? But Bu, I follow him on which one? I follow which him one? on uh, Ronnie. The, no, the guy who does the commentary. Oh, Bu, right? Boesties. 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 Okay, okay. Take take this take this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the uh, so another guest on our show, Boesties. You know, like he tweeted about how uh, they show in this in the series that Kareem was not a part of the huddle and they didn't put him as a part of the play, which is completely untrue because he was part of the huddle. He was listening to what they were saying and he also said that the play was someone for else. It was for somebody else, which made sense because everyone would have thought it would have gone to Kareem and they were like triple yeah. teaming him. But somehow Kareem would put a magical. Um, so I think that, that's a great series. Um, but I think in generally most uh, duos, you'll see like there's always the one guy who's always good uh, and dominant till the other person becomes dominant. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you know, Karim was MVP, five championships, the best player on the planet. Uh, Magic came in, he had good stuff, but, you know, Karim was the man. So, and Magic knew it, he knew it, he respected that. You could see even in the series, like he respected the fact that yeah, yeah. captain's captain, you know, like uh, you got to feed the, feed the captain. And then once Magic became Magic 
and uh, you know he had uh, worthy and cooper turned along with them the guy like kareem said all right you know you have proved yourself and you can move on i will take a step back yeah and uh, and i think that was probably the most successful transition of power that they have seen in in the nba uh the worst case is obviously kobe and shaq uh, but in that case also like kobe deferred to shaq every time they won the championship uh as as most people want to like not agree to it um anyone that's seen those matches know that like it was shaq yeah i mean that is uh, yeah, no. come on and when kobe tried to do what kobe did then they didn't win and you know there was a massive power struggle or whatever it was and they were successful because kobe deferred to to the better player and when it came time for maybe shaq to take a step back i don't know if shaq shaq wanted more money but shaq was willing to step back but he wanted more money and you know there was and kobe had all these other issues you know on the side i mean mj and scotty you know mj was mj you know uh, and i think and, and i think there, people, like you said the difference the, the difference between your magic kareem kobe shaq and mj pippen is that in in magic kareem the transition happened very nicely when the best player changed like when kareem was the superstar everything was going through him and when kareem got a little older everything went through magic and that happened very smoothly in kobe and shaq that did not happen smoothly when shaq was the best player on the team it was there but kobe was still like no i'm also as good as you which is not true but when that change started to happen when kobe started to get like much 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 better than shaq he just said no there is no place for like this transition of power like he didn't he didn't facilitate probably that's the right word like he didn't facilitate mm-hmm. that transition of power like his in you know, his uh, uh that will ego came into the fore and with scotty and pippen it never happened like mj was always the best player and scotty was always the second fiddle for it like the only time scotty became the best player on the chicago was when uh you know uh, mike was not there so i i think it's very like all the all these duos have like different, different yeah uh, ways of uh, having like done this thing and i think for any team the best uh, even the results show that the best thing to have happened was either magic and uh, captain or uh, scotty and mj where they, you know, there is no struggle at all like it's very clear what is Yeah I mean generally that's kind of like the issue I mean I, I don't know why there is an I like I said when you told me about the the jazz issue I didn't even know that there was an issue between the two because uh, you know they're not watch the jazz that much Yeah both of them are not that great for them to have any kind of issues you know they haven't won enough um, both of them have not won enough like it, it is different if like don came from like another team and he had won championships yeah. and he was like all right you know you got to listen to me that's kind of how i felt i mean so i think the dwayne lebron uh, i think comp is the best i think for two good players who have done a lot by themselves coming together because in all these other cases there was always there was already like an established player right um, okay. and i think in the dwayne lebron issue not issue but i think once lebron joined the team uh, i think wade didn't the first year i think there was a lot of conflict according to sources i don't yeah. know we weren't there uh, they look they look great, great on paper they, they look great on paper yeah. they, they played really well i mean you know yeah so but apparently there was conflict uh, mostly because dwayne because lebron didn't want to step on dwayne's toes because it's dwayne's team Correct. and dwayne exactly. was not exactly did not did not realize he wasn't the best player and then Absolutely. the next season he just said you know what lebron's the best uh, hmm. and then they won championships real and won them the shot very depressing part but, but uh, okay <laughs> all right let's not yeah, go yeah. down that way <laughs> um 
But yeah, I think in this case, I don't know. I just think it's just the losing, you know, constant losing is always uh, a problem. And they've been playing together and they've been playing well. You know, it's not like they've not been playing yeah. well. They've been playing well exactly. for at least three to four years. And I think in general, people... I mean, they always it. come into the playoffs with... They always come into the playoffs with expectation, but it doesn't translate. Like they beat Oklahoma City one time in the playoffs. I think they beat... No, after that, they've always lost in the first round itself. Mm. Like it's It's been... No, sort I of mean, like ah, hope is given and then it d- doesn't translate and also like Donald Mitchell like for whatever he can do it always it. seems like Rudy Gobert is not that kind of a impact player like in the in the play like defensive player of the year like three time four time whatever it is people like you know he's a great presence in the post but when you if you I mean I don't know if you saw that Golden State Warriors game but it was apparent that they did not think of him as an offensive piece itself and it's not like I'm not saying that he is a great post player or he's anything of that sort. But if he's got the if he's got the switch and he's locked the defender, he's seven foot one. He, there is nobody on the Warriors team who can stop it. Who can yeah. stop what he's doing? They can. They'll either foul foul him. He's eighty percent free throw shooter. Not a great strategy. But they just refuse to so open. And so then that makes me think whether you know they have some sort of a problem with him and. and if that's the case, then are they probably looking to, you know, move him from the team? Because that also was part of the thing that, like, maybe Mavs are looking to, you know, poach him from the Jazz. And it, it, it didn't look like a very happy arrangement. I mean, the, the Jazz started great and now they've just been playing bad. Like, they've been the opposite of the Celtics in that. It's completely uh, horrible for the last, you know, 25-30 games. Yeah. Uh, which is good for Jokic's chance of being an MVP. So, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. I feel like sometimes, you know, it's run the course. And when it's run the course, it's time to try something different. Um, mm-hmm. Ideally, they would... Ideally, I think getting rid of Joe Ingles was stupid. You know? um, I think, didn't he get injured? Yeah, but he's also like the glue guy. He's a nice dude, you know. Like, sometimes, you know, you have friends... And then if the friends are like thrown out, then you also feel like, ah, fuck it. Let's, you know, these people have made so much money. It's now they are making a choice of like for lifestyle, people they want to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a championship, but you know, like Russell Westbrook says, yes, kids now some bullshit around that thing. And he doesn't have to play anymore. Mm-hmm. Just because he has kids, he has no responsibility towards the 40 million he's taken from the franchise. Apparently. Uh, so I feel, and also Rudy... See, the problem with Rudy is, at least that's my perceived problem, is that nobody likes Rudy Gobert. They don't Mm -hmm. have respect for Rudy Gobert. So, all, like, and and everyone loves Donovan Mitchell. Like, everyone thinks Donovan Mitchell is a hooper. He's great. He's awesome. So, all his friends, you know, everybody around him would be like, man, what are you doing in the jazz? It's a freaking, you know, like, Mormon state. You know, you got to be... Yeah, Utah, what the hell? Why are you playing with this guy, this French dude, like, you know, like he's not great offensively. People start, you know, kind of filling up your year, and then, then you don't see results on the on the court. And and generally, I always tell this to people, like you know, this is something that I've experienced in my life too. Like people that don't do good things, they talk bad shit all the time. Like they're just, mm. they're not, they don't understand the struggle that it takes to actually win and be successful. So, uh, you know, their whole like their whole strategy is to talk shit about other people. That's just like what mm. they do because it's too difficult to be good, right? So yeah. it's easier to say bad about others. And so when they see that, okay, you know, Donovan is not doing well or the Utah Jazz is not doing well and they have nothing great to contribute to like, okay, how you guys can actually 
do better you know like give mm. good advice they'll just say oh yeah fuck it just and i think that's kind of weighing on donovan and i don't think rudy gobert necessarily has a problem with Don- donovan i think donovan probably has a problem with rudy and he's probably going to yeah leave. i think yeah uh, but why would like someone who just signed a multi year 220 million dollar contract have a problem with like you no know, basically yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying like it's just like people will talk right people just will put shit into your brains like oh man this guy doesn't play well why is he getting 20 million i don't think the jazz respect you 200 million yeah 40 million a year yeah sorry 200 million and honestly that doesn't help anybody you know like it doesn't help anybody it just helps those people who talk shit like i don't know if how your relatives are but like most relatives all around the world they're just like you know all they do is talk shit yeah, just, they don't yeah. contribute positively to anybody's life um that's kind of how yeah. it is like we saw with kawhi leonard also the same thing yeah yeah i mean kawhi leonard would have won many championships he was with the spurs i think so i think so i think they were had a good squad they were doing really well they were i think number one seed i think in 2017 right no, number two warriors was there they were number two seed uh no i, 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 I don't know if they were number two i think the best record was with the warriors like 67th win team no 67 okay i mean yeah. I, i don't remember but it's possible that's the year they got beat by the warriors then mm, that's kawai got injured by jaja pachulia uh-huh. anyway uh, I, i mean i i agree that i think this thing has run its course i think they tried like that's what happens in the nba right like you try a combination for as long as like for as long as both parties are suitable to this and no one's taken a big leap also like no one's situation. become jamorant you know correct 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 absolutely so there's uh, that's what i think i think they're probably going to go with uh, donovan mitchell it's a guard run game a guard run league mm. now mm. Rudy's got his contract some team is definitely going to be going to find a place for him because defensively he can make that impact like mm-hmm. a, a team like Mavs would be perfect because Mavs don't play that great defense anyways uh, it's not like they have an enforcer in the middle who's you know like Wait, is, they've is been managing to do well with Rudy right Gobert over. will go to the Mavs or or Donovan Mitchell yeah. go to the Mavs uh, Rudy Rudy Gobert oh i don't see, i don't see how that okay yeah it could work yeah i mean could work why not i mean they have D- uh, Dwight Powell now doing Rudy Gobert duties which is great because i mean nobody has any expectations of Dwight Powell apart from you know like playing solidly and dunking the ball which i mean he can do amazingly well yeah. and uh, Rudy Gobert is also not a slouch at that but brings defense as well the, mm-hmm. the only issue is this 40 million dollar contract who's willing to you know take that onto their books somebody will take it Washington Wizards no, no. send it to them sell to Washington Wizards send it to Houston Rockets to Porzingis and uh, Rudy send it to OKC no no i, I think No, okay, he's not doing that shit anymore. We're waiting okay, for Bronny okay, to took, come. Okay, took okay, so took the CP3 contract, no? They took the John Wall contract. They took 240 million. No, okay, he did take. Rocket, Rockets took the John Wall contract. Oh, sorry. I mean I mean CP3's contract. Yeah. Right? CP3's contract. They took for one year then they let okay, him. So that one year, one year so anyway they had like given away everyone else a lot of money. It's like, yes. Why not CP3? I mean, he did as good as anybody could have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Vinith, do you still follow OKC? We had moves? A, uh, moves, moves. Yes, the games. No, I mean now we are in tankathon season. We we are right now third in the tank tanking series. So we have very good chance of getting like the first pick or something. I I don't know who's the I don't know who the rookie draft people and all. No, this, there's, there's this French French dude who's like seven foot two, some builder Valrama or something like that. I don't know if he's this season or next season, but I think draft wise we are set. just yeah. hoping to like you know get like one superstar maybe bronny james comes to okc and then with him his papa also comes along but what do you want season. lebron and bronny yeah. why not why not hey, great it's uh it's uh, what is that again once once again will be season full full what is it called full house full attendance full. Uh, that kind of season <laughs> i have always maintained that this is the 
only reason why he's doing this. He just wants to get the maximum amount of picks for when Bronny enters the league so that he has the best chance. And then with that, he will uh, persuade LeBron also to win. It's like, listen, I'm not giving Le- Bronny away to you. I don't and care then what will, they you sell, me, but will they sell the franchise to LeBron? Yeah, but who wants to have a franchise in OKC? No, but I mean, he'll then LeBron will move it to Seattle. Oh, pretty, oh that is, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's uh, really long. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go to Seattle, I mean, it's possible. I mean, there's a lot of money in Seattle. They want, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because that's the only franchise I feel like that doesn't have, like, that's the only big city that doesn't have a franchise name. That should have and doesn't have it. it doesn't yeah. have and it. that name is also very nice. The Seattle Supersonics. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a lot nice of money name. there. They need, like, they need somebody who's going to. I initially thought that, like, LeBron will. Probably be like uh, the magic, you know, like the Lakers will give him a part of the. But the way he's playing, I don't think so. I think he has to change his strategy. But I think that's what LeBron wanted. LeBron wanted the magic deal, you know, one percent or. Yeah, I mean, he has more than that. I, I don't know whatever whatever it is. It's uh, it's a I lot think Magic got one percent of. Yeah, something like that. One percent of. Because uh, he's he signed a twenty-five million dollar ten ten-year deal, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think it was more than that, like some 20-year deal or something he signed. Right. Let me just confirm. I think he signed some... Ah, 25-year, 25 million dollar contract. That's it, a million dollars a year. Yeah, know. but back then, yeah. like they didn't have a million dollars a year. <laughs> but imagine 25-year contract. Yeah. I mean, it's paid out like uh, 100 times more. So, it makes yeah. sense. But imagine... Hey, this should have been on the true truths and a lie. Maybe it'll still be. <laughs> anyway, Vinit, <clears throat> speaking of the Lakers, I mean, this is a great segue. Uh, Kareem recently came out and like, blasted LeBron for us. Call that later, but like, let me set it up, man. Oh, okay, okay. Lakers, <laughs> about LeBron not really having a stand <clears throat> on social issues, just sort of pretending to be a social justice warrior, but actually having his foot in both camps. It's not surprising. I don't think LeBron has ever, like, you know, hid the fact that he likes the money. He will not say shit about China. He will not say shit about place where, you know, he has a lot of money coming through. Especially, I mean, the NBA is pretty much very silent on anything that China does. and uh, For good reason. But for good reason, I mean, obviously. I mean, mm. what uh, Houston, Houston... Uh, GM Daryl Morey said something and I think they just cut off all Rockets games since uh, China. I think they recently started playing it again. Oh, really? I think okay. they're like two and a, two and a half years is okay. Mm. No, and I think yeah, Houston and China have like a very strong relationship also because Yao Ming used to play for yeah, yeah. Uh, Houston yeah. and he did a he did a lot of uh, thing there. Like all these athletes go to China regularly do blah blah blah. blah, blah. Uh, I think I, I I don't remember that episode where we had talked about. Should we expect sports people to be, you know, social justice warriors? Or, uh, or should, I think it was during that uh, Daryl Murray thing itself. Okay. Uh, or should we expect them to just, you know, like shut up and dribble? Uh, so I, I think Kareem's responses were more like, like he does say things about some of the issues, but most of the issues he's neither here nor there. It's not a clear thing. It's very evident that, you know, he's not. Uh, and let me just uh, quote him. So he said some of the great things he's done. Some of the great things that he's done, he's standing on both sides of the fence almost. It makes it hard for me to accept that when he's committed himself to a different take on everything. Mm. It's hard to figure out where he's standing. You've got to check him out every time. It just basically means that, you know, like like the Ashwin thing, you just say whatever feels 
like poetic at that moment not really mm. thinking about what you said in the past and advertiser friendly sort of an approach mm. uh, and the, and then I, i think he apologized later on i think yesterday or something i mean he said that the reporter sort of hurried him into the question and he didn't really understand what he was saying uh, which is uh, i mean it seems a little sus but you know what he says is what he said so what what did you think about this whole thing why why don't you you say what you thought about it i mean I, like i said you know i i think this has been the case we know that lebron has not like called out certain things or certain people or um, i mean he has said certain things about certain people like which i think is the easy target where uh, money is not involved that much like he will call out donald trump for his racist uh, things he will uh, talk about some injustice i mean he'll talk about the black lives matter thing because that is very personal uh, but i think kareem is sort of saying that it's is doing that little thing called you know what aboutism where you're like oh you talk about this why don't you talk about that and i've always felt it's little weird to sort of define it as i mean if you talk about one thing should you talk about everything under the sun i mean if if you are an expert on solar energy it doesn't mean that you're an ex- expert in wind energy i mean need that need not mean that but the idea is that you should not then project yourself as a social justice warrior because then when you project yourself as that in today's age it means that you need to be calling out everything on every single platform like whatever injustice is there you have to be like no this is wrong uh, on the other hand what i also think is that because the volume of influence and money is so much on lebron like it's not like all his money is stored in some piggy bank somewhere and you know he's like okay i'm safe he is very highly leveraged in different geographies and today's economic world is so uh contrived and so like you know it's uh built up so fragile fr- in such a fragile manner that like you say something and your portfolio could just disappear by 25% and is that really fair to ask him like we are not willing to risk our money why should he risk his money mm. so i will say that i mean i understand that he's uh, he, i mean whatever is going on in the uyghur region in china lebron can feign ignorance because he's not been there but china is a very important part of the nba LeBron is a very important part of the NBA and what is happening there is a clear like you know a uh, clearly horrible thing so it's not like he's he's got no idea it's not like i'm saying that you know in uh, marathali there is something going on why doesn't lebron talk about it right like there is it's it's sort of an international scale so he's just chosen to remain silent on it because he understands that there's no point saying anything because of the money that he lose and whatever the ana dragged into something about india once yeah yeah, yeah. what is Rian, i think it was the i think it was a farmers protest or what oh, is yeah. the recent protest something yeah i think it was farmers protest, protest. i yeah. think farmers protest right and like we, we're not saying that you know you talk about farmers protest then why don't you talk about uh, swiggy strike happening in chennai no i mean obviously rihanna is famous but she's not as famous as uh, lebron james mm. at least in the like you know the opinionated male category of audiences yeah i mean that's what i feel like i understand where he's coming from but i uh, sort of understand that you know if i had that much money then i would also be i mean i've never thought of lebron james as a social justice warrior i think he just likes to wear t-shirts with slogans and i just think he just likes to be looked at a certain way with as little effort as possible to maintain that image like his marketing is a huge part of what he is perceived as whereas people back in kareem's day and all i'm sure they really felt that they could affect change right. and they really felt that they had to stand up go back to their homes and feel proud that you know they've taken uh, like the platform that they have to do good for the world 
which would have been easy for them because they didn't have that much money to lose. I'm sure Kareem never made as much money as uh, Robert uh, Covington has made in a year. Like that scale is different. So I mean, that's what I feel. That's what I have told you. What I feel. No, I mean, I think uh, I think they both are right in their own in their own ways. Um, you know, you, you pick and choose what, who you are and who you define who you you know you are. I think Kareem picked very early on that he's someone who who'll stand up for what is right. Uh, even mm-hmm. if it affects his own money, stature, whatever, you know, and he did it. He did it, you know, with with whatever power he could in the NBA. You know, he changed teams, he changed his name, he publicly became Muslim, he publicly supported. I think he was the only high schooler in that whole Bill Russell standing up for civil rights. Thing. Yeah. Uh, and he's right, you know, LeBron is uh, two-faced in that way. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of like kind of like Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan's not really very publicly, you know, social. I mean, I, I don't think there is anyone other than Kareem who is that involved in social. Uh, you mean from an NBA point of view? From an NBA point of view, strongly involved in social issues. Very few people. I I can't even think of anybody who's as good as Kareem and who has that much real like real investment in in standing up for what is good and is willing to give up his career, give up everything for the sake of that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And this is, which is why, why I think, I, I remember there was a there was a com- conversation with the NBA Wallace thing and I think I said that I, I consider ah, that yes. as part of being a good basketball player and so I, good I consider... leader. Mm, yeah. yeah, I consider... I Kareem think it was something about leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Like, um, so I consider Kareem the, the GOAT because of that. You know? mm-hmm. um, and this is my personal preference. Um, I think that... Karim's apology was good. I, I don't think that uh, he genuinely thinks that about... He, he, I don't think he thinks LeBron is a bad person. I don't think he thinks that LeBron mm-hmm. doesn't do... Uh, I think what he thinks is... And I think he's said that many times. It's like uh, LeBron doesn't really take a very strong stance on anything. Right? Uh, that's. I think that's the only thing. And I think everybody knows that. Like LeBron doesn't mm-hmm. take... I mean, taking a strong stance today about Black Lives Matter and against Donald Trump yeah. is not that difficult like it doesn't mm-hmm. impact anything about you so i mean you might lose a little red red sneaker heads but that's it I, yeah I, mean, I don't think there's much and and i also feel that like back in kareem's day i mean this is i thought of while you were talking because i i feel that back in kareem's day the nba was a black league like it was an american sport was played mostly by black people the stars were all black people and it sort of is there like if people are like oh my god look like the best players in here, like, you know, they represent us, they represent our culture, they represent our music, you know, Ju- Julius Irving, Kareem with the Skyhook, all these uh, great movement of, like, what is it called? Like the jazz movement that is there. It's not the old school white people playing basketball, like just standing here. But today, the the NBA is no longer completely black. There are a lot more world athletes in there. The game is shown everywhere around the world. And with it comes its own special limitations. I feel. Except for, uh, for I mean, you know, India's. Uh, I don't want to go there. This is, uh, things are not. Uh, things will probably look up. They can only look up now. I, I think that's the way to look at it. Like mm. we can only get better. We still but, don't uh, have coverage, right, in any of the channels, or do we? Did we get it somewhere? Yeah, I think uh, MTV, VH1, and Woot and all oh, have right. it. Okay, okay. Uh, there's some uh, Hindi commentary also apparently. I've not heard it, but I mm. heard from someone. Someone told us. Told us, man. Told the ball is played for uh, So I feel that you know, there's that aspect is also there. So now the hero of the league cannot be like he can speak for Black Lives Matters, 
But when he says something else, there is always today because of the power of the internet and the Russian bots and these Chinese bots, you are going to get a huge load of avalanche. And I think LeBron has from the time he came into the league till now, he has had almost an like a glitch free image this entire Mm. time. Like nobody has said anything about him cheating or getting caught doing drugs or you know, spending money, betting, or going to strip clubs, or anything of that sort. Like, he's been this very clean poster boy for the league. And uh, he's become a superstar throughout, like, throughout the world. He's It started with probably, I mean, obviously with uh, Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. And now the league is still trying to find out, you know, who is it? Like, is it Giannis? Is it uh, Luka? Who is going to be the next face? And the face has become a little more like international. So I, I think it was easier for Kareem to say that thing because it was almost expected. It was almost like, huh, obviously you have to say this because you're not going to lose us. We are always going to be there for you if you're talking about our issues. So I, I feel that also has to be one of the reasons why like it's, it's, it's completely like the whole social justice part of it has changed because now you can't speak bipartisanly on an issue without alienating like a large part of your audience. I mean... I, I disagree with that. Uh, I think I think that's like the thank you for not smoking kind of take, you know, which is... Okay. Uh, they could... At, at the time that Kareem and Bill Russell and all took a stand, they could lose their livelihood. Like, they could go from... Uh, that's what I that's what I'm saying. I don't think that I don't think that's possible because they were the biggest stars in the league at that point in time. That's not true. Like, it's right. not like... It's not like, like a Colin Kaepernick was... Uh, Doing it because they threw him out like immediately and like his life has not been the same. Like he, he's done other things, but football wise, his career is over. And because he was not the best player in, in NFL at that point of time, like anybody, Muhammad Ali also got banned for a long time. But like because he was so universal, like such an amazing player, like they it, it got banned and then he came back. He came back and you know he lost the prime of his life, but. I think I think I think an easier way to think about this is does it if a, if a someone who who has you know ten thousand rupees uh, is betting ten thousand rupees on a bet and someone having mm. five million dollars is betting ten thousand rupees on a bet right uh, the amount they're betting is the same but it matters more for the person that only has ten thousand yeah. right I think LeBron and all of these people who are today like Colin Kaepernick for example right I mean mm. racism was a big thing man in the sixties and seventies. Yeah. It wasn't like wasn't like this at that time. Like you, if you see some of the documentaries and, and you read about Malcolm X and stuff like that, it was, it was bad. And yeah. as great as Kareem was, I don't think that you know like they allowed it. Like I think him being in the Lakers, you know, him making a stance and moving out of Milwaukee, all of that mattered. And you know, um, he put a lot. Of I think speed. he did that when he was in Milwaukee, though. Yeah, yeah, he did he, that. But then that Bill Russell thing happened when. Exactly. With, exactly. Yeah. But then he made a stand and he just like said, I want to go. I will leave. Like he left Milwaukee in what, two, three years only? Right? No, no, no. Some seven, eight years. No, ago. after after he converted himself. Right? After he converted into the Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I think he had much more to lose than what LeBron has to lose today. I, I, I don't think that he had much more to lose. I think LeBron has much more to lose. Not just by pure numbers, but I, I mean, he has a lot more to lose than back then. Like, I, mean, like I, I, said, I think uh, I, 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 because that's, that was a very local whatever like today we are hearing about it and again we are looking at it from today's lens but back in that day that movement would have been limited to only the United States like nowhere else where people 
and this is 70s right like i i know stories of when uh, the west indies team refused to go to the south african uh, to south africa to play that uh, test match mm. and because it was still going through apartheid and they said no vibrachet said they said told vibrachet you know we'll give you million dollars don't worry about it like just come and play which is basically endorsing that sort of state and he said no and apparently like nelson mandela in the jail had heard this thing that you know uh, vibrachet said no to coming there. and that was inspiring and that's in the 90s uh, i'm saying that in the 70s i'm sure that thing was very localized so the chances of it going wrong or something was probably a very local threat it was a I local today, threat but it was it was all they had like if if lebron no, right lebron has taken like a football team he has taken this he's got businesses everywhere even if everywhere. even if the lakers say sorry we can't let you even if china says okay we can't do it he'll say all right fine like i still i'm still under contract i still have made a billion dollars plus yeah yeah at that time that all kareem had was this basketball thing he didn't have much and bill russell had even less bill russell was not even like treated well but that's what i'm saying i think if you put kareem into i think if you put kareem in today's world he would also have like that second thought that should i is it really worth i'm saying that thought of is it really worth was probably not there for him back in that time because it i i think being a black league the nba would have wanted like it 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 never seemed weird to do that thing it never seemed like okay anybody in the world would have a problem with it it seemed everybody would have thought that see whatever is happening in china right if you ask anyone no one is going to be like oh that's actually pretty good it it should happen everyone is sort like if you ask them directly i'm sure that nobody is going to say that no okay that's a good thing everyone ideally would be supporting that thing but that's not the truth right that is not the truth if you go and ask adam silver he is going to evade that question he's going to probably say something different like uh, why oh no but what about that or what about that they're not going to answer the question of why aren't you questioning china about that thing because at the end of the day for all of them it's money and the ridiculous amount of money that they're making today i don't feel i don't think that any person has any sort of moral ethics or understanding or anything of that sort anymore i think most people just want to get that money take care of the family and their generations to come and then be like okay uh, do whatever you want in china it is not up to me if you ask me if something happens and i will obviously condemn it i will say oh how could you do this blah 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 and all that but it doesn't come up from a place of like i believe that change should happen it just comes from a place ki i think it is wrong but if you want me to do something i'm not going to do something more no but that's different you guys right? i'm, I'm not talking it. about like i'm not talking about you know commenting about something that that is obviously makes sense like you you shouldn't comment about something that you don't know much about and you don't have much no but you can always like it's not like it happened yesterday and they're asking you today it's happening for years you have decided that i don't want to know what is happening there because that's easy for me to then be genuine when i say that i don't know anything right right, right and i don't have anything about it hmm. i I'm, i'm saying that see the entire thing is now it's geopolitical world right correct like karim did that thing because he felt that that was happening in the community that he was living in it was happening which is exactly what james has done he's lent his voice to black life matters he's uh, opened up schools he's doing like real work also like it's not just no, no, talking but, but about see, something this, this, this is where i disagree with you I, where i disagree with you is i feel like you are you are saying that like karim taking a stance on uh, the vietnam war at that time was was like i don't think he took a stance than, on the vietnam war he did though like the, the whole thing where on they, the vietnam war not vietnam war, was man, vietnam like, war no no i'm just meant like when when they all came together and they uh-huh. what was it during the olympics i think right? they all sub, they all supported uh, mohammad ali saying that i don't want to go fight and his yeah so that's uh, that like was for the vietnam war only, right that was for the vietnam that war. is for the vietnam war okay right. mm-hmm. then he did not play for the olympics because he believed that 
you know this is not right and he doesn't want to do it right mm-hmm. and he was the biggest star so like for him he had he put a lot of what he had stake everything he had he had at stake he put it now you can say that yeah this was expected of him but nobody else did you know he did it so i mean expected he's the biggest one ah no i mean that that's what i feel like i think he would have had a second thought if he knew how much of his uh, earnings he was risking maybe because he was not earning no, much he was like, okay, he no, was uh, he, he was risking most of his earnings at that point um i that that that's what I, that's what i think i mean i i don't think there's any point arguing about this but i believe that i don't think it would have been that easy for him in today's world because of the amount of uh, money that he would have had been risking like he would be risking more money than he has an earned in his entire life i think but it would be a small portion of what he has earned No, like I that's what i'm saying I mean, right? who, like no for kareem it would be a small portion like for example if if today nba says okay uh, lebron you can't play for the nba it's still a small portion of what lebron has in that correct correct yeah. but, but that's that point, only the that nba point, thing at that point what if see china made john cena apologize for saying uh, pro taiwan things and Chi- there is no who's john cena i'm saying john cena doesn't even earn that much money but i think all of his money comes from Uh, a lot of it comes from you know chinese investments or chinese businesses and things like that right so i'm saying that, that like what worse could have uh, i don't i, I no, that's I, what i'm saying for, I, forget I this, forget, this right now. no no forget the china no. part right forget think of think uh-huh. of it as like let let that be a local situation right a local situation where it was not in favor for lebron right like right now talking about black lives movement talking about all of that is in favor because his it's it's very like there's no opposition but he's talked it. about all black but, issues that i don't think he's ever not aware like the yeah, killing but, police but, killing but, but he's, that, he's worn the t-shirt with the at, names at that time at uh, that time like at this time a black athlete talking about that is like even white athletes talked about that at that time yeah it wasn't like some like athletes had that kind of voice to stand up and talk about it like they could lose everything right now standing up and talking about it like nike prints t-shirts like businesses are pro all of these thing it has nothing there's no risk in in taking a stance yeah. locally now for example if if tomorrow uh, what's his name uh, lebron goes and says no i i support the police now that would be a risky thing to say that would be him. risky it'll also be bad no i mean there's nothing wrong I mean, in supporting the police no there is wrong in supporting no. the police when the police is uh, no but doing depends, brutality depends. not like you're saying i i support police he's saying i support police in this war against black people and police no but that is the that is the implied that's the implication is my point that's my that's what ah, i'm so obviously get, when you're saying when get, you make a statement obviously you're making two statements one right. you're saying this exactly. and one you're saying not this exactly and that's exactly what karim is trying to say is like when when lebron talks you really don't know what he truly means so he doesn't take a strong stance on something that is going to affect him right taking a stance on something that's in is that is going to increase your net value is not taking any risk at all mm-hmm. and so at that at in the 70s and 60s standing up against the us government standing up against uh, you know racism denying to play the olympics uh, changing your name to a muslim name all of those things like affected locally like the highest that it could affect any player you know like mohammad ali was banned a lot of things happened to all these athletes that i don't know bill nothing happened to bill russell even though he was very i mean he did, he did it like after he retired and all yeah yeah so uh, but he he doesn't go to boston like boston people don't like him yeah yeah, yeah. oscar robertson I mean, uh, also also did something similar right so at that time you could lose your entire career so it, they had a lot more at stake at this point there's not much for us like you know russell westbrook can say oh, i don't want i don't care about the lakers why because he's getting a 40 million dollar contract he's already made 300 million dollars you know at that time you if 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 they said like 
if you don't win the game, we will take away $40 million. You see how Russell Westbrook will get a four, quadruple four-ball. Quadruple <laughs> <laughs> double. Quadruple <laughs> double, yeah. It's not much at stake. No, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's where I disagree. That's all. I... I mean, maybe, I mean, you're talking about it from the perspective that, you know, it's it was young Kareem who took the stand versus it's old LeBron who's not taking the stand. And that makes sense. I mean, I, mean, I think. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it was like Kareem probably wanted to make an impact in the community. And LeBron is like, if I make money, then I can make an impact in my community more than just start going out and saying things and, you know, being like, blah, 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 blah. That's what I feel. I mean, you know, who, who knows who's right? We've never stood up for anything except... Uh, start true. Uh, you might have not stood up for something, but I have not stood up for anything. I have always been like, yes, you know, this is the world. This is how we live in it. Please go ahead and figure it out. Anyway, after so are you that saying, are you saying so you're a pro Modi supporter now? No, no, no. I'm not. What? Fuck Modi. Fuck all those people. Why, why would I say that? Well, how does that come? That, that's got nothing to do with this. Uh, okay, correct. But I have not like gone and stood in public and said this is bad. I just in small little using aliases. I'm like, oh no, this is pretty terrible. This is pretty bad. And I just don't uh, interact with uh, right-wing people. That's all. That's how I keep my sanity. It's very difficult to keep your sanity, man. I mean, Modi supporters everywhere. Okay. Vinit, mm. oh, last, we'll end with this topic because uh, my, like social justice has taken a toll on our time. Uh, but Grizzlies, number two seed. I think they've locked the number two seed. I don't think they can locked, be yeah. beat. Uh, locked. Uh, best, best position-wise best thing. I think if they win like a couple of more matches, they'll be like win-loss record-wise best one. Last one was uh, Zebo and uh, the glorious uh, Marc Gasol do- grindhouse uh, people. These people are not grinders, but uh, they are winners. 22 record, 22 record without Ja Morant. With Ja Morant, not as great a record, but like, you know, pretty impressive record. Ja Morant was in the running for uh, MVP conversation in the beginning. Then we saw, ah, this team is doing pretty well without him also. So maybe not the most valuable, but like AVP, as our previous guest had told us. Um, do you think, so they'll probably face uh, one of the play-in teams, right? Like one of the teams which come through the play-in, uh, which right now could be, I don't think Lakers are there right now. So, uh, there's Pelicans, Spurs, uh, and whoever the number seven just Clippers, bro. Clippers are there, oh yeah. I keep forgetting the clip. You know, Robert Covington scored like 40, 40. 41 points or something against, and, and like 11 of uh, 13 three pointers. What is going on? Everyone's scoring this time. Man, what was it called? Scoring machine. No, what were they called? What were the Grizzlies called? I forgot. Grindhouse. Not Dog Grindhouse. Not, no, not Grindhouse. That's why. Grit grind. and Grind. Grit and Grind. Ah, yeah, something like that. Grit and Grit Grind. Grit and Grind, yeah. Grind, yeah. Ah, that place was called the Grindhouse. No, I know, they but were they were the, called the Grit and Grind. Uh, Grizzlies. Yeah, Grizzlies. Uh, they, right. they, they I think I think the only only team to beat this person in the first round yeah. with Duncan and Kawhi. I mean, and uh, Parker and Ginobili. Seven game series. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Yes, that is that. Okay. <clears throat> yes. So the Memphis Grizzlies will probably face uh, one of you know Minnesota Timberwolves or Clippers or Pelicans or Spurs. I I think the Lakers are done. I think they have four more games left and they are two places behind, two games behind the, uh, like the 10th Spurs. So I, I, I mean, I don't think that that's going to happen. What's the question? There's only four games. What's the question? The question is, what do you feel about the uh, Grizzlies as they go into the playoffs? You know, with or without Jam around, they seem to be doing really well. Um, I, I watched a few games with them. I, I don't know, man. It's just, I just think it's the pace at which they play and they're young. So they don't like, I don't know. I just don't know why they click so well. 
I, I haven't figured it out even after like all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read a couple of posts about them. Nothing seems to have like a real reason as to why the Grizzlies are doing that well. They were supposed, they were doing, I mean, you know, we all expected them to do mm-hmm. well uh, because last year also they had done well. They reached the plane. They almost just missed out. Um, and so. Yeah. No, they, they reached the playoff. They reached the playoff and then lost to. Oh, yeah, right. I think Jazz, who was number one. They, they didn't get an yeah. Even last time I made this mistake where I thought they didn't get an yeah. They beat they beat Warriors only to get in. And yeah. we had a so, field day. Jamoran like, played really well in that game, I remember. Uh, so, uh, yeah. so, we all yeah, expected exactly, exactly. them to take a leap. Uh, and I think when we started, when we had the season opener, we, we discussed the Grizzlies and. Uh, I said that either Jamoran takes a big leap or the team takes a big leap. In this case, both took a big leap. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, they have jumped to number two spot. But I still don't know what makes them tick. Uh, obviously, I haven't watched that many games of them. But I watched, I think, like three games. And I just I couldn't figure yeah. out why they're that good. Um, so, I, I don't know. I really don't know um, how they're going to perform. I think it really depends on the matchup. Um I think if they have, but they meet someone like the Timberwolves, uh, it may be a problem because they don't have someone. I mean, you know, they have someone to stop Cat, but Cat will be, you know, when in the playoffs things go a little slower, everybody's a little slower, you know, like most of the offense yeah. is half court. And if you have a very talented big like Cat, you always have the upper, you know, upper hand. But that's all I have to say. I mean, like, I really don't know. Correct. And they've got like good defenders also, like Vanderbilt and. Uh... Beverly is yeah, there. Yeah, no, they've got scoring with Russell yeah. and the Cat. So it's not a bad. It's not. It's not a bad team. Um, so that's right. Uh, who? Hmm. I think we should be fine. I think Clippers without yes, Clippers, uh, Kawhi, Clippers, Spurs. But uh, who knows? Paul Judge came in with the. I think what he scored 40, 40, 40 or fifty, right? Thirty six. Huh? Yeah. Thirty six. Thirty six or something. Ball don't stop. Crowd hmm. made made it like I scored some fifty or something. Paul Judge is back. I think it's. I really have. I have no clue why the Grizzlies are good. I really wish I did. But I, I've read some mm-hmm. uh, some articles about them on the Ringer. I've, I've read uh, a few articles here and there. But I don't think anyone has really figured out what makes them good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you look at the numbers. You know that you know like there's there was Dylan Brooks in the Jaren beginning. Jackson. Then Desmond Bain stepped up. Uh, Steven Adams has been like holding that. Uh, Jaren Jackson obviously doing um, again another great season. Uh, the only suspect. Sus, sus, sus part of it is I don't know like you know uh, all that pace that they have it, it'll definitely get slowed down in the playoffs like playoffs when you see the same opponent again and again everything is figured out so now you need to figure out that how are they going to yeah. like figure out the getting figured out part like they will come out with something the opponent will come out with something it's not this I mean you know Minnesota has probably played more playoff games than the not like a great driving deal but still like you know out of the two young teams sort of young teams uh, minnesota is the more experienced one but um, i i think they yeah, have I mean, their own you know generally when a team when a team when a team is always, second seed like, you know, thing to have means like they have they have something that's working good for them you know and they're going to do well in the playoffs like very rarely do you mm-hmm. have good teams get uh, beaten by very bad teams so there's a very high probability that Correct. they'll at least win the first round absolutely so i mean that's what i mean i i don't expect to them to like reach the western conference finals but even though i i should i mean who else is there in the west i mean warriors is a dangerous matchup for them but uh, is Steph, is Steph really gonna come back hard most on that defensive yeah, so. aspect of it no no uh, doesn't see as of now it doesn't seem so, but uh, mm. I think they're still waiting for an update. At the end of the week, they'll get more clear idea. But I think all of them have sort of realized that it's going to be a Jordan mm. Poole, Clay Thompson party. 
But I, I, if Draymond is there, then I think you know, like I still have a chance. Yeah, in a seven-game like, series, gonna, you know, ah, uh, fighting chance, like, like it could, it could all like, and you know, if you have a game yeah. six, clay game six shows up. No, because I, I think sort of Draymond de- like demands the same sort of respect as Steph does. Like Steph does from opponents, Dray- Draymond de- demands it from like his own teammates. Like they will do what he says if he says, tells them. This is the play that you have to run. I think they will. You know, if he says jump, they'll be like, how high? Like that kind of a feeling that like they have because he's a born leader and like he's the leader of that team. Without Steph, it's going to be difficult for him to get those assists because now the ball will not go to Steph for that you know short shot three, but it'll go to some other people. But I think he's smart enough to like have it figured out. And if he's the as always, he's the only voice, so it's it's gonna it's gonna be fun. It, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. I I don't think that we should count out the Warriors just because Steph is not there. Like I think I think I think, I think no. uh, but I think, the, I think they can uh, Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers. Oh, not wow. Clippers, sorry. Prediction time. The Mavs are gonna do really well. I feel Luca has is has Mavs played so well since he's like you know when in this beginning he had I think COVID or whatever he had. Yeah. He's, he's since playing, December, since he's December, yeah, amazing. since December, it's been amazing. You know, we've all been waiting for the next LeBron, and Luca has. I love Jokic, but Luca is a little different, built different, hmm. as they say. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I think you gotta be careful. Uh, I th- I think this is probably his best chance because last last two times he got beat by the Mavs, uh, by the uh, Clippers, yeah, right? no Kawhi, like by Kawhi time. and uh, Jokic has a shit. No, la- before that it was yeah, Denver. Denver had a good before that it was Denver. Time. Then we doesn't have a good team at this yeah. time. Like I don't think that there's only this much <laughs> Bones Highland is gonna score. In the... I can't believe Bones Bones Highland. What about <laughs> I, I, for me personally? I just want to say this thing. I, I think uh, Jokic has the MVP award wrapped. It's done. It's over. You don't I, think, I don't think Jokic crying, crying about like how people even remotely hate him. a single chance? He, he he said that quote right. Like if someone asked him, what if? You don't win the MVP, MVP trophy. He's like, oh, I don't know. People just hate me because of. Mm. He's already like creating narratives, you know. Like, and I saw this JJ Reddick. Uh, I think he's understood. I think he saw. I think he saw the episode where we talked about one of the major aspects of. And I think. I think I think JJ Reddick. If Vinita said it, then JJ Reddick is trying his best to become some media icon, right? So he bought. He got Joel Embiid on his podcast. Oh. He knows Nukela Yoshiki doesn't give a fuck about him anyways. So he got Joel Embiid on the path and he was talking about how Joel Embiid... Joel Embiid, talk about your journey of how you came and, you know, I felt so... It's like, dude, I mean, stop it. You know, like, he's, you, he was trying so hard to, we like, get it. create this narrative for Joel Embiid that, you know, he was a nobody and he came and he, like, developed his... It's like, you know, you, you know the, uh, this other guy, no, it's all true. Yeah. also has a similar story, who's also <laughs> vying for MVP. Yeah, like, it was just, it was, just, uh, it was pathetic, I think, from JJ Reddick's point. No, but but uh, why why I'm saying that is But JJ Reddick is really smart, so I, I, I understand like why the way... he got... See, Yanis Antikova doesn't give a fuck about JJ Reddick. Jokic doesn't give a fuck about JJ Reddick. The only person who is desperate for an MVP... And who will go on any place and talk about it is Joel Embiid, right? And uh, I, I don't think Embiid is going to win it, man. Like, trust me, I, I think he's had a great year, absolutely legendary. Like the steps that he personally himself has taken uh, to get to this level, where you know he's now an automatic when he gets the ball down low and he's uh, finding out the double teams. It's amazing, but no person has elevated his team as much as Jokic. That's all I want to say. All of the, all of them, like. The Embiid, Giannis, all of them have similar sort of win ranges. But Jokic doesn't have a single person worth mentioning on 
his team and 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 the way that they dismantled the lakers the lakers with uh, your Le- lebron ad not ad lebron westbrook and uh, your carmel anthony and uh, malik monk all those <laughs> but the way they dismantled see because what happens with, what i've seen with lakers is that they will keep the game close for a while and then in crunch time they will completely lose it they'll forget how to play basketball forget how to play defense forget to rebound the ball and the luck of the irish always favors the other team but here it was like a efficient job just like Ma- uh, luka did with the lakers destroyed them with an 82 point first half similarly like mm, very surgical nothing like you could not stop jokic was the thing and that's why i, yeah, I think, I think, I think race most is over. people uh, jokic, think jokic for is good right now the, the only issue with this with jokic winning is his standing in the like the standing on the western conference so i was looking at uh, some very interesting stat in all the years of mvp winnings only one person has gone below the third third highest uh, third win most third win team and we all know who that is. we all know who that is third most winning team who is that yes absolutely anomaly anomaly president mr triple double is that anomaly man like you see i i think i think we we again the the voting the way the game is played the way the voting has been happening is all changed we are now living in a new world right now uh, it's like that year no player was most more valuable to his team than Russell Westbrook this year no player is more valuable to his team than Nikola Jokic i think and, and like just let me just make it very clear Milwaukee Bucks and Philadelphia 76ers have not won more games like Giannis and Embiid with their all-star star mates or like with their support and all have not won more games than uh yeah, yeah. no I, I, I am i'm for it i mean i was very happy jazz is losing you know i want yokish to win as many uh, mvps as possible because then i can claim to you know my claim to fame is me saying yokish mm-hmm. is the man before everyone picking yokish over uh, picking yeah, picking yeah, yeah. picking the people I mean, people, the people right have entire careers once they like you know you pick a google and you know you're done for life so i picked a yokish uh, and i picked a duncan also but i think duncan i took picked a little late Because he had already won a championship by then, so um, yeah, I mean, yeah. And, but and, uh, and he wasn't uh, the favorite uh, because you know that time the Shaq and Kobe was the met the team. But yeah, I mean, I think you, I also want Jokic to win the MVP. Uh, I think most media people. No, I, I, it's not even like want and nothing. Because I, I think uh, Embiid should win because, like, in a new no, face, no, 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 no. Uh, he is the heir apparent and all that. Like, it's either Embiid. M- see, I think it's Embiid or Luca next who's gonna have it. But I, I, I think it is. You, you have to be blind. Yes, yes. So I, I, feel, I feel like everybody agrees on that. Everybody agrees that there is nobody more valuable to his team and no one who's playing at such a. I mean, sometimes you see Jokic's stats, right? I mean, his aggregate stats are not great, but some games just like 38 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists, like some ridiculous, yeah, ridiculous stat lines. 14 assists, and he yeah. doesn't even. And I think the best stat line is he doesn't get as many. free free throws like Joel Embiid gets or any of these top uh, players get like he mm-hmm. doesn't score a lot of points on the free throw line so my my vote obviously goes to Jokic correct for mvp but uh, an interesting discussion around our top 20 picks especially with the kd thing to which you took a lot of uh, heat huh. so what what is what are your thoughts on the the kd being because you took him number 1 and i actually agree i think i got swayed by the great yeah. kd and how amazing is that scoring i think i now if i have to look at it i would bump him down to like maybe slightly below steph uh, below steph up slightly below, below steph, steph. Above and steph was not even top 5 for you yeah ha huh. so like in the 6th position he's not played that many games he's not he's not played that many games and who would you replace 
I think no, no, Hardik Kane is, but he's still... still like one of the best players to watch. So I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change. Again, like I said, no, it's not about this season. Like he is healthy for this season, and then he's played enough games in this season for me to consider it, and that's how I look at. It. I, I think again, Giannis is playing but number absolutely one. like a champ. Number like he's got one. that. I know I've got the power. That I... Yeah, I, th- and I, I, I think. Now that you think about it, you're like, maybe KD should not have been top five itself. But then, then no, I, again, because, I think that no, you're thinking about this particular season. Like we out, said right? in the beginning okay. that it's not I about this particular this is, season. This is where I, I, got, I kind of had to rethink. If I had to pick any of those players, right, I wouldn't have gone wrong with any of those. Whether I pick Yanis or I pick Jokic or I pick Embiid or I pick Luka or I pick Steph or I pick KD. Like, you're not going to be wrong. You're not going to regret picking one of those five players, right? Now, now... No, I think some of those are definitely not the best players. I wouldn't regret picking. Maybe Joel Embiid I would regret picking. I mean, that's just because... I don't think Steph is Steph. I don't think Steph is also number one. I think Giannis, Jokic or KD, if you had picked anyone, then I would be like, oh, okay, fine, all right. Um, you know, the, each of them are sort of like at very good places in their life. But I, I don't think any other one. Like Luke, I, I, I don't say, said I he's say the best player in the team. Today. I would be like, no, hell to any of them. But then what's the next, what is the next biggest ability? Okay. Availability. That's like so if you <laughs> available so if you think about that if you think about that then you have to like think about okay because then then technically Kyrie should be because Kyrie is a top twenty player like we may ha but he's not played but he's not played he's not Kyrie, played even Kyrie. like our minimum level of players things right like none of these players have missed all of these players have played at least like 40, 50 games. Yeah, I, I think, think KD has played. Easily, I think they've all played 50 games. So, uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah I, 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 games he's played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's and decent I, enough yeah, for I mean, us I just, to make adjustments. I, I have to, I have to give a little bit credit for people who play more games. I mean, Jokic goes number. Yeah, like you have yeah. to give them a little bit more credit as being the best think, player because they can be on the court for longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I feel. I mean, I, I no, it is the best. Player. I don't like, think you, it's about best like, player. I don't think you it's think more about like most utility, you most utility that you can get out of player. No, I, I agree that like you know that should be that should be considered. But I don't think after a point there's any point of it being considered. Like uh, if you played certain amount of games, then so I think that's what, enough 50, for 50, 50, any 50 sort games of judgment going past it. Need not be that. I, I'm I'm saying I'm saying that if fifty you played fifty five games, then. To reward someone who's played 75 games makes no sense. I don't think that's... Or maybe in a MVP conversation, fine, sure, okay, no problem. Mm. If you're talking about that particular year, then absolutely... But would you give him number one? Go for it. Makes that's sense to me, fine. But not... I believe KD, KD is the most unguardable Agreed. force Agreed. in the league today. But, 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 there is nobody who's playing with as much like need to mm. prove himself. Like Giannis is... Whenever he plays against any of the top players, he's like, yes. Today's the night. I will show you uh, what is in my bag and how I'm better than you. And I will, I will, I'll do that. And I, I think that's uh, that's very honorable. So maybe instead of two, I would be like, yeah, Yanis is one A because it's not like he's playing like he. But the thing is, he's playing like he's second best. You know, the second person always has that first person in sight. Mm-hmm. So he's always trying to chase that. Like Yanis is, even though in some ways Yanis is the best player, he is playing like he's second best because he anytime he fa- faces any of these. Big players, he's like, you know, today's my game. When he was playing against LeBron, he's like, today's my game. I'm going to make sure these Lakers can't even sniff out to him. Against Embiid, he had that uh, monster game. Against KD, he had the step back three to force it to OT. And then there also, like, he, and that, that all was without Chris Middleton, his supposed Batman, right? I think that way, Giannis yeah. is doing great things. But I, I think Fair KD enough. is still I mean, the best player in the league right now. 
ஜாஸ்ட் <laughs> 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 <laughs>